Hey guys, welcome to Rediscover You. I'm your host, M. Swain. And if you landed here today, it is 111% not an accident. It means you're ready to fall back in love with life and rediscover you. This juicy little podcast is here to tell you about my authentic story of how I awakened and to give you the full spectrum of a journey to self-rediscovery. My heart's desire is to give you access to the rather wild journey life has taken me on. Plus, to give you insights into all the tools, processing, and the holistic approach to healing I have discovered, which I know will help you begin to fall madly in love with life too. So, let's get started. I have felt for a while to begin to share more on the topic of grief. It's a tender topic for me. One that I've had to lean into so fully. One that consumed my world and nearly took my life. But one that has also given so much to me. From grief, I have found my depths. From grief, I have found my love. From grief, I have found self-forgiveness in ways I never knew to be true. And so here, for the next few weeks, I'm ready to begin to speak about this journey more openly. I want to read to you what I wrote over Mother's Day in 2021. It was May, a very tender time for me. My mom's birthday was in May. I had my miscarriage in May. My grandfather died in May. My ex-partner of seven years' birthday is in May. He also left me in May. And then there's Mother's Day. So for me, May carries weight, a lot of weight. Do you have months like that? Where it seems like so many things over the years culminate over that date or that time? I know for me, coming into May, there has been for years a deep heaviness. But now let me tell you, there is a deep sense of beauty through that heaviness. That heaviness is my depth. That heaviness is your depth too, my love. Here's what came up for me last year. People never tell you the real, fundamental, life-giving stuff you lose when someone you love leaves. You lose a part of you that only they knew. You lose some of your story. It simply dies. There is no one to go to to help you relieve or revisit or remember special memories when you want to. There's no one to help you fill the gaps of your memories, no one to give you the pieces of life that belonged only to the two of you. I hate that. Any part of those days that exists outside of your memory is now dead and buried. If you haven't walked the grief valley yet, just trust me on this. One day you will miss someone dearly. And when that cold reality hits you, the truth of just how much of you is gone too, you'll grieve the loss of yourself as well. Even as you live 
you have died too. Today the tides of healing changed and took me back to the tender yet overwhelming depths of grief. It's Mother's Day. I tell people all the time healing is not linear, but mine has been feeling so straightforward recently. I almost didn't believe the very message I preach away to all my friends and family. Today was a reminder that God created the world, the universe, literally everything in cycles and circles. The seasons, the planets, orbits, everything goes around and around. This morning my grief came around again and engulfed me as potently as it always has. I suppose this time I am more prepared because I've been so studiously learning about the act of surrender. Resistance causes suffering. Surrender allows what is to be. Surrender, as I realized today, doesn't come pain-free though. For once, I did not feel as though I was suffering in my grief, but I still felt the deep moving power of it swirling around my body, my mind, and my heart. I became the observer. My ego was definitely present, but I just watched her. The emotions spilled out of my eyes and I remembered that emotions are energy in motion and that energy was still with me and needed to be released. I didn't try and act strong. I didn't fake being happy. I let myself feel what was within. I sat with myself. This in itself is a huge step because previously I would have gone into a lot of internal suffering as I tried to fake being happy and telling stories and not being true to what was happening within me. Today I was impeccable with my emotions. I recognized them and I allowed them. I held space for myself. I found today many words of which I cannot pinpoint a specific one, but it was a lot. Michael told the story of my birth. I have heard him tell that story so many times before I can hardly keep count. I have told that story with him with many laughs and jokes and happy cheers. But this morning was the first time I've heard him tell that story since Catherine died. The whole time I could hear her voice because she would always chirp in too. She would hug me and say, See, sis, I always loved you. And give me one of her annoying, squint loving looks. I used to always get so cranky with her but I loved it so much when she did that. It was a lot because as dad told the story, I was watching on a video call and Lynn, my stepmother was sitting where my mom used to always sleep and Paige, my stepsister was on the bed where Kath used to always sit. It was like some strange movie matrix moment, the same scenario, just 
new people. I am not resisting any of it. I am so deeply grateful for everything that happened, but it doesn't make it easy. I'm not even sad, but I have so many tears. It's just an adjustment moment. It was a moment for me to witness and to surrender to. Even typing all of this feels slow and hard. Usually my writing flows like a fountain. This morning is simply like my soul has found gravity after flying in space. It is not a bad thing, but it is a heaviness I haven't felt for a while. Space and gravity have both always existed. It is simply me who is re-entering into this new weighted world again. This is my attempt to process how it feels. I feel like I want to justify my emotions, which I know I don't need to. I don't want people thinking I'm sad or wish my sister or my mom were still alive. I don't. I don't miss them like that. I'm deeply reconciled with their worldly departure and I'm deeply grateful that they have both left their bodies this time around. I'm deeply grateful for Lynn and Paige and Devs, my stepsisters. I love my new family. I'm so grateful my dad is so happy in creating a new home and life and love with his long lost soulmate, of which I am sure Lynn is. Yet, there are still deep moments of sadness or memories of egoic release that are happening within me. I suppose they can only happen in moments like today, moments when I'm allowed to witness from a distance the ever-changing movements of life, moments when I get to hear and see the same scenario, yet realize how very different it is. I still feel regret. I think that's the hardest emotion I'm dealing with. I feel regret that I didn't love Catherine and my mom enough. I didn't love them enough. I didn't hug Catherine back enough. I pushed them away a lot. I know the logistics of why, but when people are dead, logistics fade and you are left with the raw emotions of your unhealed heart. Regret is one of those emotions I've had to encounter when I process my mom and sister. I don't see Lynn and the girls as a second chance, per se. I see them as a new opportunity for love and connection. They're different. And right now I'm just observing the racing thoughts, the teary eyes, the loving moments and the opportunities the universe gives me to come face to face with my unhealed parts. These moments are not comfortable, but they are priceless and so valuable to me. It's like I've been brought back down to ground rather than being freed to the heavens. And that is just as important. Some people, when they heal, say it's like a weight has been lifted. I have had many of those moments, but sometimes healing also means coming back down 
feeling the heaviness, being the observer, surrendering to what is, and swimming in the waters rather than flying over them. Today was a lesson in learning to trust the changing tides of healing. I feel grounded, heavy, a little hungry if I'm honest, but also grateful for all that is. Today I became the observer of my mind. I surrendered to what is. I learned how to not resist. I didn't suffer, even though I felt deeply. It was quite remarkable. I have experienced a whole new side to healing, the dark side of the moon, one could metaphorically say. It's a lot scarier, but it's the yin to the yang. I know I'm entering into a yin season, into the chaos, but I'm learning that the chaos is as valuable as the order and holds as much magic, power, and transformations. Deep breaths, deep breaths. I read a quote once that said, grief I've learned is really love. It's all the love you want to give but cannot give. The more you loved someone, the more you grieve. All of that unspent love gathers up in the corners of your eyes and in that part of your chest that gets empty and hollow. The happiness of love turns to sadness when unspent. Grief is just the love that has no place to go. It's so true. Grief takes you into the chaos of your heart. See the tattered, facade of your mind into the depths of your soul but it's there that you find love the love your inner child has always died to express the love they have always craved to feel it's so vulnerable yet so powerful and this is the truth as humans, we will experience it. We will all go through grief. We are born into a body that is destined and designed to die. But isn't that so magical too? Isn't it so magical to know that we will find our depths through passing, that we will feel so deeply and then surrender, that we have the privilege of loving and healing through love, through loss. God, the universe source, it gives, and then it gives some more. There is no real taking away. Life gives us our loved ones, and then it gives us our grief. And then it gives us our depths of healing. And then it gives us new love. And then it gives their bodies back to the earth. And then it gives their energy back into the universe or divine consciousness. It is a constant cycle of giving. For me, the greatest lesson has been learning to lean into it.
trusting that life has never taken anything from me. It has only given me more, given me my depths, given me my loves, given me this life in which I learn to lean into faith, learn to heal through the pain, learn to elevate through the chaos. It's a gift. That's what this life is. A gift, a gift that keeps on giving. This is going to be my first of a few podcasts on grief. In my next one, I want to touch and go into the regret which arises with grief. I want to hold space and honor that because it is something that burdened my soul and to this day, looking into the mirror and telling myself I forgive myself brings tears and a gushing of emotional overspill. For now, I want to open up space for you, my love. Where in your life have you felt grief? Do you believe something or someone was taken from you? Where in your body does it hit you? How would it feel to begin to shift that perspective? To see your grief as a gift, to know it is a deep and powerful part of your journey to elevating and healing through love. I have so much space in my heart for the grieving. I love you. I feel you on depths unimaginable. I am here for you. I'm here if you ever need a process to heal or to shift. Let us grieve, love, rise, and embrace this gift of life together. If you made it to the end of this episode, that means you're truly committed to rediscovering you. And I am so, so proud of you. If you want to hear more, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss any. If you're feeling that, oh my God, M, yes, I am so ready to rediscover myself and fall back in love with life, then babe, let's do this thing called life together. Head over to my website, mswain.com, and book an appointment to begin your juicy, beautiful journey of rediscovery today. And then... Come over and join my ever-growing community on Instagram by following me at at mswain underscore coaching. I can't wait to connect. Until then, chat soon.